You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome back, everybody, to the Oz Network as we sort of continue on our third-watch coverage. Uh, we're here to actually look at medical investigation. Yay! The very show that you all love and remember and just wish it was 2005 all over again. Um, this is the second part of the Third Watch crossover event that they did with Medical Investigation, and this episode is called Half-Life. For those playing at home, it aired on the 18th of February 2005. It was written by David Ehrman and directed by Roxanne Dawson, the esteemed Roxanne Dawson. And uh, I'm going to say it right now, this could be a record for us. This could be the shortest episode we ever do in this Third Watch coverage right now. Uh, our record currently stands at just on 24 minutes for Rat Bastard in Season 6 of Third Watch. I think we can easily beat that. My name is Ben, and believe it or not, that was my first line. <laughs> uh, what's up, everybody? My name is Darville, and believe it or not, I don't have a quote for this episode. That's completely fine you don't need one because it's a shit episode <laughs> believe it or not i'm walking on air sorry i just felt like singing that because we said believe it or not like three times. <laughs> okay <laughs> trying to get this done in under 24 minutes we're going for 20 minutes time starts now <laughs> just gotta quickly say um background of this show i've mentioned before that i never seen this version of it i think i maybe watched an episode or two back in the day when i knew that third watch was a doing a crossover with it. It aired very late on Australian TV. Uh, I don't think they ever gave it a chance. And I can see why. Like, I, I, this, this is terrible, this show. I'm sorry. Um, it's really, really bad. Um, and I just... I, I wonder how this actually ever became a thing because I'm reading through the synopsis of each episode on Wikipedia and every single episode is about a crippling disease that happens to be taking over somewhere. Like... What universe do we live in which a disease is about to destroy every city in America? Like, what was wrong with 2005? Was it the anthrax? Was it the SARS? Like, what was going on in 2005 that everyone was dying of diseases? Well, SARS and anthrax were a thing a couple years a couple years before that. Um, SARS became a thing in, like, 03, and anthrax, of course, became a thing right after 9-11. Mm. So, no doubt they're still capitalizing on all that. Let's read some of the synopsis here quickly. I know I said 20 minutes, but we can still get this done. Um, when adult film stars in Los Angeles start falling prey to a devastating disease, um, or after victims of a car accident are diagnosed with a deadly disease, uh, the team flies to a small Virginia town to figure out why people are dying from a deadly strain of the flu... Uh, a hospital tries to cover up outbreak of vicious flesh-eating bacteria. Everything's the same every single week. No wonder this show didn't work. Um. <laughs> well, I've I've said this I've said this before. I read somewhere that I mean, if we're talking if we're talking ratings wise, I read somewhere that it actually did pretty well for about the first half of its freshman and only season. But then when when numbers came on on CBS, it pretty much destroyed medical investigation it knocked medical investigation out of the uh out of the park basically mm. well i never really watched that either I mean, these, these aren't the type of shows i watch like we've established that when we've gone over like third watch being like criminal minds and things like that but anyway all right we have uh, what have we got downtown now like 17 minutes we can do this uh so um yeah. a car pulls up they go inside they think they found the partner who's been missing, of course. Uh, remember that? The other guy's missing who might have the disease. Um, and we find a house filled with animals and a guy has been eaten by a lion because why not would you not have a guy who's eaten by a lion? And in this show, when it, every single person needs to one line each other off, 
Uh, we have lines like, who is this guy? Dr. Doolittle. Uh, I don't think you need your cuffs. I don't have a ga- dart gun big enough for that. We need animal control and the Bronx Zoo. Um, like, come on. This is just yeah. terrible. Um we had the title credits, which are weird and weird music. Um, I was super excited uh, to at least be able to see this because uh, Christopher Gorham is in this show. He's like the geeky sort of the the guy, the other guy that's not Neil McDonoughu and not the um, the other sort of guy. Um, he was in. He played a guy called Harrison in a TV show I love called Popular, which was Ryan Murphy's very first show, and he was great in that. Love him to bits. And I think a lot of the reason why I, I maybe watched an episode or two of this as well because I saw that he was in it. But he's terrible. Everyone is just terrible in this show. <laughs> like the acting is not great in this. Um, so then we get the whole setup of what they're dealing with, uh, the symptoms. This must be a thing they do every week in medical investigation. Like, what are the symptoms? Who are we dealing with? And we see these photos on the screen. One of them is Carlos Nieto, paramedic, who got blood on him from one of the people. So, cool. Um, yeah. Jokas, uh, we find out that this guy isn't the shooter because he's African-American. Um, they go in and question the people in the hospital because there's a random guy as well as the military guy and Carlos are all locked into a room. Why are Yokus and Dr. Connor not wearing masks in front of these people? I don't understand. <laughs> I wonder that as well. Like, it, I, I wonder how neither of them got infected at all. This is that contagious and they don't wear masks in front of them. Um... Carlos being typical Carlos, calling this guy an idiot, saying he's going to kill him. Great. We got Holly. She's here. Um, she befriends this other random NIH woman who I have no idea who she is. She's terrible. Um, and then Yokus and Dr. Eva, I think her name is. Sure. That sounds good enough to me. Um, Yokus and Dr. Connor have a fight because Yokus has no bedside manner. She's a cop, Dr. Connor. They don't have bedside manner. She's a cop. Like... Can she, don't have... <laughs> she go off at you for your <laughs> shitty interrogation skills? Like, what is that? <laughs> I'm sorry, it's dumb. Um, yeah, they're trying to. They're going over the line and trying to find stuff. I'm, I'm just, I don't even know what I'm reading here. Am I? Since we find out that the disease is called the Malberg virus which can originate from animals. We find out that it's got a 30% cure rate. There's no cure, and it's a t- t- biological time bomb because there's a one-liner. There's all this sort of stuff. And then we find the our missing guy. He's walking around New York. This really reminds me of Lockdown when we saw the guy walking around. and It does. Bumping in. This is going back to what I was talking about in Lockdown, saying that, like, Lockdown did it first, and now we've got this episode. It's just, it's just a complete rehash of Lockdown. Like, it's just, it really is. And Lockdown did it better. And Lockdown's not the greatest episode of Third Watch. So, um, so we see this guy walking around New York. He coughs blood on his hand, which he then puts on the railing of the subway, to which we then see a little boy touching the blood... And then we're going to get at the end of this episode, oh, we dodged a bullet. No, this kid's dead. Carlos got blood on him and he's like nearly dying. Like, this disease is still spreading through New York. This is a huge issue I have with this episode. They try and sugarcoat Even it after- at the end, saying like, oh, we dodged a bullet. No, you didn't. This kid no, you didn't. is dead. And kids have diseases. Like, last episode, Yokus is all like, oh, if I can survive kids coming home from nursery school, I can survive this. Well, fucking hell, this kid, like, kids are germ bombs walking around, coughing and snotting and shitting themselves. This kid is spreading diseases. Like, New York is gone in 2005. It is dead. No wonder Third Watch got cancelled, because everyone in New York got killed from this little kid. (laughs) 
Stupid! Man, oh man, oh man. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. I didn't think I was going to get this angry. <laughs> like, honestly, I thought I was going to try and... Yeah, anyway. Um, so, anyway, the, the, this, is di- this is Dirty Kid 2.0. Like, he's Disease Kid. Liter- literally Dirty Kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is Dirty Kid. He's grown up. There he is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> that seriously oh, is him. Uh, <laughs> I'm calling it that kid's dirty kid. Um, so they're trying to find <clears throat> a whole bunch of connections between people. Um, we also can find out that this disease can be spread with sex. So there's a weird conversation between Holly and what did you say her name was? Eva about having sex. Eva, yes. Um Holly calls Carlos on the phone through the wall of ICU. Again, everybody is walking into this room without a mask. Yet for some reason, Holly's on the phone with a hand on the glass, like going, Carlos, I can't come in and see you because I'll get the disease. If anybody can walk in that room and speak to them, it's Holly because she's fucked Carlos. He's got the disease. Like, for God's sakes, this episode is so stupid. (laughs) Why am I getting so angry? Calm me down. Um... Because of how because of how shallow it actually is. Well, and this goes to show how bad the writing is in this episode. We've set up a whole <clears> thing <throat> this season with Carlos and Holly around the L word. We literally had an episode called the L word around Holly saying "I love you" and then Carlos having a great speech about like how it's about meaning the word and all this sort of stuff. It was like fantastic, and yet here we have terrible writers in medical investigation who have Holly say, I love you to which Carlos goes, me too. Like it wasn't even an issue for him to say it. This is essentially the first time we ever hear Carlos say, I love you to Holly, even though he doesn't specifically say the words, I love you. But like, it's just done in such a shitty way that it's like, God, it's so cheesy and over the top and stupid. Um, so what do we have now? Um, He's showing a picture of the three men, something about a woman dying last night. Uh, Yeah. Dr. Connor's going off at him. Is this worth thousands of lives? Um, And Carlos is going to rot in hell, you selfish son of a bitch. Great. Um, A pharmaceutical company is involved somewhere because that's where the strain of the virus goes. And this woman who died last night worked there. This chemist man denies the disease ever got out. I mean, this is all... That freaking um, the terrorism storyline. Stereotypical. Line. Yeah, you know, like oh, nothing yeah. could ever break our security, like we had the other week in the other L word, and what happened there? Um, mm-hmm. Yep. So there's monkeys in this episode. They want to do an inventory on the vials. We then have an autopsy of the woman who's dead. We find out shock horror. She's pregnant. Uh, her insides have all exploded. There's no organs left. And, oh, there just happens to be a surgical staple left in her. And, of course, the FBI can track a surgical staple, because why not? This is the worst special effects I have ever seen in a TV show for a for a medical show on a body. This body looks like a, a mannequin they've stolen from Walmart, and they've just put red paint on it. And then they've just gone and put a few squishy bits of, like, minced meat in there to make it look like they're holding organs. It is terrible. I made student films in my college days, and I had terrible special effects. More realistic than this shit that I'm watching. Um, (laughs) Anyway, um, sick guy has gone and found the vial in the wall. Good for him. Um, We see a news report of this guy being wanted. It is, like, the weirdest, most obscure news report I've ever seen. 
the Viv woman, Vicky, Eve, whatever the fucking name is, says to Holly, you should call family of Carlos. And then we've got to get the whole, like, oh, Carlos doesn't have any family. Uh, you mentioned his roommate. Davis is essentially his family. Why don't you call Davis, Holly? Like, <laughs> obviously, you know, Kobe Bill wasn't available to be in this crossover this week. So that's why he's not in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, that, I don't know if I don't know if I don't know if uh, I don't know if Holly ever really knew that Carlos and Davis were roommates. I don't recall it ever being mentioned I think, to her. I think they know. Don't because isn't there an episode where isn't when when Finney and um, Finney and Davis go to talk to Holly about Grace? They mention something. I think <sighs> maybe I'll have to go back and check that out. Mm. Yeah, anyway. Um, but uh, I, I've lost my train of thought. They're, they're, Holly's there. Good. Um, the random guy in the room dies. Cool. Army and army guy and Carlos talk. Um, yep. Uh, they talk about the bleeding starting and why did he leave. And then Carlos mentions that he's a medic in the Marines. Now, do we meet, did this ever get mentioned? I, I feel like it did, but I feel like it didn't. I, I'm, I'm, I'm conflicted on this. I feel like it was. At least that he was in... At least that he was a... Yeah, I think it was mentioned that he was a medic, although I don't know if it was necessarily in the Marines. Mm, yeah, I... I just... I'm confused. This is where Okita, somebody please let me know, like, because I feel like there was something mentioned about somebody... But, like, because doesn't Bosco... Wasn't Bosco in the Marines as well or something? Or am I thinking yes. something? Um, uh, well, if I can read here, because I'm looking... There's not a whole lot of these wiki pages on the characters. <clears throat> Excuse me. But according to Wikipedia, um, after leaving school, Carlos joined the Marines, serving as a medic. This is a goof since yep. the Marines do not have medical personnel. Corpsmen are provided by the United States Navy. After his discharge, Carlos wished to attend medical school. Yeah, because, I mean, it was it was like... It, when he said it, I kind of felt like we had heard that before, but at the same time, obviously he did. Okay. Okay, there's... Calm down. Um, we've confirmed it. I don't know what I'm we've trying to say. We've got it. Yeah. I just... It was a weird thing that I wanted. It's... Yeah. Moving on. He's talking to him about it. He's saying that deserting is, like, the worst thing you can get. <coughs> Great. Um, Yokus... Uh, oh, the woman who's pregnant, He Yokus talks to the army guy and says that the guy who's missing is the father. Obviously, we find out that they're brothers, um, that obviously his brother was fucking the girl that they loved, and that this girl that he loved wasn't even the real girl. She was somebody else with a fake name. Um, they were protecting. Uh, cool. Uh, <laughs> And like there's just and like this army guy, like I don't know what happened between last week, uh, last episode and this episode. He actually wasn't a bad actor in the last episode. He's a bad actor in this episode because now he's talking about like that's what brothers do. We protect each other. He was always better than me, and I thought this was the one thing that I had. But no, he had to go steal my girl. Um, the file gets connected to some convention. Um, there's hundreds of people there. This random other guy who's in it. He's a terrible actor. He's all like, there's hundreds of people here. How am I going to find anyone? Um, great. Oh, we had that really cheesy one-liner when he's like, you mean we're going to have to work all night? It's not like we've never done that before. Like, oh my God, it's terrible. Um, Carlos is talking about... Carlos is now all nice to this guy. And this is again where, like, 
it doesn't make sense to me because Carlos is a douche, right? Like, we know Carlos doesn't... We had a yeah. whole episode around compassion and that he doesn't really care. And yet, all of a sudden, our military guy is about to die and he's all nice and going to hold his hand and, like, he needs someone to hold his hand when he's dying. Like, I know Carlos has come a bit around the, you know, the positive side this season with the love and everything like that, but I'm sorry, Carlos is not doing this. Like, this is where the medical investigation writers are just fucking with this character. Carlos does not hold someone's hand as they're dying. No, he just doesn't do it. I'm sorry, he doesn't. I don't know how you feel about it, but it pisses me off. Well, no, it's not what Carlos from a few seasons ago would have done. You're right. But I think... In some ways, I do kind of I do kind of like that moment because it is a, it is a I do think it is a nice moment that he wanted he wanted he wanted rush Harry you know he wanted Harry to know that someone was going to be there with him in his final moments you know so he would he wouldn't die essentially alone mm-hmm. so it may not necessarily be true to. Carlos character but I still liked the gesture yeah like yeah I I just still feel it's just complete full circle on Carlos and like if this is something that he's willing and able to do now like this should be done in a third watch episode or something like that or they should be chipping away at this it's just like I mean literally a few episodes ago he's basically going off about a woman trying to kill herself and says to her face you're not very good at this and, like, here we are, him holding a hand of a guy that he's been calling a son of a bitch all episode. Like, no. Like, it just, it just, it's dumb. I just, I, I don't like it. But I see what you're saying. <laughs> That's my way of trying to say you're not dumb. Um, I just think that, <laughs> just to clarify that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got you. Yeah. Anyway. So, he dies. Boo. Had whatever. Um, we hear about him being... Um, cremated and Carlos doesn't like the idea of cremated uh, the staple happened to be from South Africa uh, so the buyers from South Africa so of course there has to be South African people at this conference they're trying to do um, oh, the, the really cheesy line what was that one earlier in the episode I completely forgot when Jokas is like get that to me forthwith that's cop speak for quickly or something like that like yeah. Oh, it's so bad. Like, I mean, come on. Who doesn't know what that means for starters? And Jokas would not say that. Like, this is just shit. Like, stop making Jokas say terrible one-liners because you're in a show that drops one-liners. And because we get that line here, what is his... I don't know what he says, but that's white collar speak for felony. <laughs> 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 Put a laugh track in there, folks. You still wouldn't laugh at it. Um, This guy in the middle of a conference... Gets caught. He's like 20 cops pointing guns at him. He holds the vial and is all like, oh, don't shoot me, I've got a disease. He then throws it on the ground and runs, and all the cops that have guns on him cannot catch this guy? What the hell? Uh- <laughs> I mean, for a sick motherfucker, he's fast. He buggers off. They get all upset because the vial is intact. Like, oh no. Like, I love their reaction. He's literally thrown a vial of a deadly disease into a crowd of people. Your first reaction should be, oh, phew, it's not damaged, everyone's safe. But no, the first reaction is like, ah, fuck, it's not damaged. This isn't the one. Like, what sort of person is this guy? Uh, I don't know. They track down a boat. Um, They go under the boat. There's animals there. Um, the guy's dead. 
Um, they find a monkey that obviously has the disease. Great, we've solved it. Meanwhile, back at the hospital, I'm just calling him Harrison because that's who he was in Popular. Um, he's comforting Carlos. Um, he's, then Holly's talking about wanting to go in there and, you know, oh, no, you can't go in there even though you might have the disease. So she's all dressed up in freaking containment suits and everything while everyone else is all fine. Um, and then Carlos starts coughing. Um, cool. Um, and then once they've found the monkey, everything all of a sudden is fine. This is, I do not understand this. Like, it's like, we've found the monkey. Great. Disease contained. Let's cut back to the hospital. Carlos is fine. Five minutes ago, he's dying. There's no cure for this disease. Like, what are the chances that he's okay? Like, again, I know I said it last episode. They're not going to kill him off in this episode. That's not how TV works. But, like, don't show him starting to have the symptoms of a disease which is shown to be 100% fatal to everyone in this show, only to have him, like, oh, we found the monkey, everything's all good again. Like, this is what is wrong with this episode. Carlos should be dead, everyone in New York City should be dead, and no wonder medical investigation died if this is the type of crap they put out every single week. And I said, and I said at the top of this thing that I liked these two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you have not said a word this episode. I don't know. I'll, I'll get you can talk in a sec. We've gone over the twenty minute mark. Oh well. Um, but just quickly, they try to quickly pawn this off as an explanation of maybe it was the crystal that Holly gave him. Fuck off. And then we have like <laughs> this terrible one liner off at the end when um, Yokus is all like. Oh, you know, why do you do this job? Maybe you should be a GP. It would be so less stress. And then Dr. Connor's like, well, maybe you should be a traffic cop. Um, and then it's all like, good night. Good night. Oh, oh. Like, um, <laughs> that's my thought. There you go. Giant raspberry. Bin it from me. Um, Darvel, um, this might be the worst TV episode I've done. Actually, no, that's not true. <laughs> Um, that stupid practical jokers show that we did was worse than this. But anyway, um, talk, I mean, I've, wait, I've, what? uh, Colin and I did an episode of practical jokers or impractical jokers, whatever it was called. It was stupid. Um, you've hardly talked this episode. Tell me why you like this episode in like one minute. Go. <laughs> well, you know, to be honest, after here, after, after, after hearing, after having a, after having it all broken down in the grand scheme of things, now I'm thinking, man, did I really like this as much as I thought I did? <laughs> I just don't know why this ever was a thing. Like it, 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 I'm so glad I've avoided watching this. I'm never going to watch this again. Like even when I rewatch this in the future, I'm not going to rewatch this with it. Like I just, I refuse to. There's no point in it. And it's just, it's, it's terrible the fact that this has to be connected with Third Watch. Like it just, I just, I don't like the fact this is connected with Third Watch. So. Anyway, um, what, what, what are you doing with this episode, <laughs> Well, I'm certainly not going to buy it. Good. Like I thought I was going to. Um, yeah, into the trash this goes. Hey! I'm happy for you. Good job. <laughs> um, well done. That's that's what I like to hear. Um, and obviously I don't rate this in any third watch ratings because it's not a third watch episode. Anyway, cool. That's medical investigation. Um, but just when you think things can't get worse next week, we're talking about vampires. Yay! 
<laughs> oh, that's when that starts. I thought that that was like in episode eighteen or no, nineteen no. that the vampire starts. I need to read the synopsis once again of Kingpin Rising because I've read this plenty of times in the show, but I just I have to read this word for word what it says in Wikipedia. Bosco returns to duty. Cruz investigates the deaths of four gang leaders. Faith annoys a vampire. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yep, vampires in Third Watch. It's a thing, and it's happening next week. So. Um... Kingpin Rising. Get excited. In the meantime, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe on all our relevant channels. If you're a medical investigation fan and you've found this and thought, oh, fuck, yay, somebody's finally podcasting about the show that I love, rethink your life because medical investigation is a bad show and you should listen to our Third Watch coverage and watch Third Watch instead because it's better and it'll make you happy at night even when they go after vampires. Um, We will be back next week for that. Thank you for listening. My name is Ben and Insert cheesy one-liner here. <laughs> My name is Darvell, and... Now, oh, fuck it. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net. <laughs> <laughs>